Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. Let those who worship evil's might beware my power. Green Lantern's light. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is DC Movie News, bringing you the most up-to-date discussion and commentary within the DC Universe. Greetings and welcome, fans of the DC Universe, schmoes, popcorn talkers, and illegitimate children of Johnny LaQuasto. This is DC Movie News. I am Adam Gertler. I'm Roxy Stryer. Johnny LaQuasto, just open up the blunch pail. Let's get cracking here. You're not even going to comment about your illegitimate children? Huh? Huh? They're on They're board. legitimate. Why would I comment about <laughs> Welcome. Them? We are apologizing for starting a little bit late. We had uh, technical issues. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Those that are watching us live, those that are watching us after, that's irrelevant. It doesn't really matter to you. <laughs> um, how's everybody doing this week? We're doing well. Um, I'm excited. We got a lot of news today. Lots Not just to speculation. About. Yeah, considering we, <laughs> we had nothing last week, now we have a little too much. Perhaps, there's a so lot, you know, there's a lot to talk about, including some breaking news that just happened today. I had a great week. I was very, very lucky to be invited by Miss Meredith Placco from uh, the Marvel show to the debut of Throne of Atlantis. Meredith Placco, is she, what's her Twitter handle? Uh, M. Placco, I believe. Is it? Okay, I was thinking yeah. of someone else. Right, M. Placco. Part of the Marvel show. So yeah, so I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. I got to see Throne of Atlantis, which is a totally different experience seeing an animated film in an audience. Mm. You know, you normally don't get to see these. Like, it, it's been like since Mask of the Phantasm, really. Since How I've big was the see. audience? I was like, I, it was felt about 100 or so strong. It was at the Paley Center. So okay. you feel special because you were one of them. I do feel special. I, I do think feel you special. special. Not necessarily just because of that. That more because of just the positive uh, affirmation that my mother uh, instilled in me growing up as a child in Long Island that I was special and I could do what I wanted. I know you world. asked me on a date there and I couldn't make it, so I just wanted to publicly apologize. That and I this come is the first you. I've heard about it. So <laughs> yes, good stuff. You didn't guys. ask me. You didn't yes, ask me. I did not oh, ask. Good. I did not ask. How, okay. Well, how was the film? Tell us about it. Well, I loved it. Okay. I thought it was great. Um, I thought, uh, I, you know, they're really doing this kind of thing where with the DC direct-to-video uh, movies, they're doing a couple, like, sort of New 52-ish, although they're not calling it New 52, but they're in a continuity. So this movie basically takes place after uh, Justice League War, uh, which was, like, one of the last ones, uh, also off of Son of Batman. Um, and then, you know, they'll do something like that's out of it, like Dark Knight Returns. So there's, we're going to be expecting about three of these a year. Uh, it was super cool. Um, so Joff94 says that he loved it, but it was too short. Do you think they it's too are, short? They are really short. It's only 72 minutes. And I know some other people thought that there were uh, parts of the story, the original Jeff Johns story, that were eliminated. And, like, look, it's just like any kind of book-to-movie translation, even more so. There's a yep. lot of material, a lot of material that has to be boiled down. But, dude... What did you think of Nathan Fillion? He was so funny as Green Lantern. They gave him such incredible lines. And the guy who plays The Flash, I mean, they were just laugh-out-loud moments. And and what I basically took away from that, I was going to talk about this later, but, you know, we'll talk about it. Sure, sure. Rosario Dawson was in it, too. Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson is Wonder Woman. Uh, Yes, she is. Uh, 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 Jerry O'Connell is Superman. Sean Astin is Shazam. Um, so they're getting Stackin'. really good casts. Yeah. And it's funny because Sean Astin is like five foot two. Right, He's but like that's so the beauty of animation. Is <laughs> I you know, can be I know. whoever you want. The thing, Johnny, that I really take away from these films is the tone. Like, just like we talked about Assault on Arkham, which you were a fan of after which you watched wasn't it. wasn't much longer than 72 minutes. No, they're all about that time. Yeah. They're going to be about that time. Um, the tone, they get the humor right, and it still takes itself seriously. They're much darker than anything Marvel's done in years, or really has tried to do. They've been successful with these animated films for years. These are the blueprints that 
the new movie should be looking towards. Most importantly, were there any nude scenes like in Assault on Earth? No, you didn't get that nude scene like you did with um, uh, a Harley Quinn. It would be awkward because you were so in the great. theater this time, so you, you know. You can't enjoy it as yeah, much. Yeah. I know what you mean. No pause, rewind, <laughs> Roxy. Gotta keep your cool. Gotta keep your cool. And by cool, exactly. you mean pants on. You know, so we had some uh, last-minute breaking news today. Okay. Uh, um, the Hollywood Reporter and every other news site in the world has reported on the <laughs> fact that, unfortunately, it is with heavy heart that we report, mm-hmm. with heavy hearty that we report Ooh, I that knew, Tom I knew Hardy has dropped out of the Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. All right. Yes. What what's up here? I think it's because he's shooting a movie called The Revenant, if I'm saying that correctly, and the uh, the production's going on way longer than it was expected. And since he's already signed on for that, he has to finish that movie first. And supposedly, the timing's not going to work out. By how much? Like, not going to work out enough that they didn't want to just push back Suicide Squad? Clearly. I don't think they could push it back for one guy when they have all these things planned. I mean, or well, maybe- he was the main guy. And now the the report, everybody's reporting, we don't know how substantiated it is, is that, uh, uh, well, uh, that they're looking at Jake Gyllenhaal, who's uh, very hot off his uh, non-nomination for Nightcrawler. All right. All right, Uh-oh. let's talk about this for Roxy's a second. Gonna get on a high horse. I knew that that was. I'm just, be I'm just livid because he was my number one to win this year. I think he's so incredibly awesome. So I would love to see him in this movie. Well, I guess you can sure pick him. <laughs> yeah, it's a little crazy. It's a little crazy. I, I got a thing for the crazies. Yep. But you know, I think that he, this is would be a great role for him. There was talks about him playing Joker at, at one point. And yeah, he's talked about it for everything because he's like one of the best actors, actors working now. Ever. I watched a whole movie of him just in a car making phone calls the whole time. Pretty much, pretty much what it was. But you know, I, I just feel like. Locke. I don't understand. Locke. I don't know that one. He just, he's, uh, uh yeah. He's even an movie. amazing music video. He even makes yeah. music videos good, guys. Came he's out incredible. this year. It's called Lock, and it's just Tom Hardy phone making a lot of phone calls. I was thinking of the movie with uh, the other guy who's the, the bike messenger. The movie, it was really bad. I watched it on an airplane. Um, the other guy that's in 500 Days of Summer. Um, oh, oh Gordon Levitt? Joseph yes. Levitt? He plays a Premium bike. Rush? Yeah. Such a bad movie. I Don John? Talking about. Forget it. Yeah. Not Don John. Didn't see it. Continue, Roxy. Sorry. I'm just saying I want to see Jake in as many things that I can possibly see him in. So this wouldn't upset me, but I just can't believe Tom Hardy's gone. I like Tom Hardy a lot. Yeah. I was a big Look, fan. I guess if you're going to put a Band-Aid on a massive, uh, a massively hemorrhaging wound, um, that, 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 that Gyllenhaal is a good Band-Aid. But I was really excited to see Tom Hardy as Rick Flagg. A lot of people have said, like, oh, is Tom Hardy being wasted as Rick Flagg? We don't really know much about that character. And I think that's what was so exciting about it. I think the guy can do anything. I was really excited about this. I don't know if I buy the scheduling thing. Like, there had to be some other reason. I hope I it's not Will Smith right. freaking out. I'm I don't know. That's you what think? they're giving out. So. You I don't, really hate Will Smith. No, I you don't. You don't ever don't, give him the I, benefit of the doubt. I, I, I'm not, well, because, you know, just the things that I've heard. I just... I really wanted to see this movie, but it seemed like that deck was so stacked with this cast, it almost seemed like it was not going to happen. So now do you feel like it's less stacked? Because I, yes, I love Tom Hardy, but I feel like it is so stacked. It's still so stacked. And with um, casting Jake, it would be Margot just Robbie's as still in stacked. It. Margot like, Robbie's yeah. still in it. Yeah, she is. So I mean, why just, don't, you know? Jake Gyllenhaal and up. Tom Hardy have completely different, if we're looking physicality-wise, they have totally different frames. To me, Tom Hardy would fit the character more. Then Jake Gyllenhaal will, but maybe he'll bulk up. And, and I Jake agree Gyllenhaal, with LaQuesto. He's at his skinniest because of Nightcrawler. He looks a little, yeah, he's got to he eat some can bulk steak. up. He was in Prince of Persia. He was in End of Watch. He can bulk up, but he just, it's just not the same thing. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't see him leading uh, an elite military squadron in the same way that mm-hmm. I see Hardy. And that's all, and I will get over it, but I'm going to be honest. You know, you guys know, I, I tend to be pretty positive about most of this sure. stuff. I'm a little upset right now. I'm a little hurt. It's new. It just happened. I need to live with this. Hmm. Well, I mean... We're getting some comments in the chat about it. So Unlobo says, I may be alone on this one, but thank God Tom Hardy dropped out. I'm not saying he was going to drag the movie down or anything. I'm just saying the role was such small potatoes. Dear God, seriously, Rick Flagg. Whoa, okay. Well, that's the so thing. I some mean, people were feeling y- like that. You could be right, but I guess my argument to that was you haven't read the script. So how do you know how good the role of Rick Flagg was in this particular script? I mean, I would- do we think that they'll change the role now? Uh, no, I, I mean, no. or change the size of the role. Well, or... The movie's not slated until August fifth, two thousand sixteen. Right. So we got a little bit so, of time. So anyway, 
moving on from that, that's new. We don't really know much more about that. Let's talk about the big rumor of the week that started off the week Oof. really huge. Uh, and that was the uh, notion that Batman v Superman was split into two movies. This was a big shocker. Somebody uh, with very uh, moderate to poor uh, Photoshop skills, I guess, is the rumor, uh, put out this thing at the end of the Dawn of Justice trailer. They said it was like a, a freeze frame, a capture of an international trailer, and that we were going to see a surprise uh, enter the night part of Dawn of Justice coming in October this year. And, and, and you know, this is like an example of a collective... Everybody closed their eyes and was just knew it wasn't possible. Just imagined. I want it to be true so bad that everybody closed their eyes and just pretended. What would you? What did you guys think? Did you guys believe it at all? No, I think it's so mean because at this point we're so desperate for something that we'll grasp at anything. So anybody putting out a little bit of cornflake, whatever it is, we're like, oh, oh, feed me! I'll take it! I'll take it! I'm starving! Give me DC! It's so mean! It's yeah. so mean! And if they if people are saying they might be behind it, and if they are. Oh, stop messing with my heart. Well, yeah. first off, let's not rule out the fact that this might be true. I mean, okay. We don't know for sure. It could be a swerve. The I swerve. I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna talk to you about So, so Henry Cavill took to his Twitter right. and he said, "Batman v Superman is not being split into two movies." So, yeah, but, if it's a swerve, but I'm just saying, here's what I think, and he then you tell know. me what you think. I think Warner Brothers can't respond to every BS rumor. Because that's not their job to. But they can say, Henry, you have permission to tweet on sort of our, on our behalf without it really being on our behalf. Because if Henry comes out and says it's not being split into two, then Superman's coming out looking like a fool. And I don't want Superman looking like a boob. But once again, it could be a total swerve. Because think about it this way. If they do release it in October, which I forget what the date was, 21st or something, they were... October 23rd, I think. Proclaiming... I mean, it's a, actually a pretty good time. You look at all the major movies after that. You got Hunger Games not till November 20th. You got Star Wars a week before Christmas and Mission Impossible 5 on Christmas Day. I mean, that movie would make a ton of money. There's not a, a lot of great releases in October. And you look at like what what, you know, uh, Hunger Games done mm -hmm. has done. They've split their movies into two, both making boatloads of money. So if they do release it into two, you well, know everyone's going to go see them. People are taking the last book of every single series and releasing it into two. It's a big thing. But yeah. I, I want to go back to something that you had said about uh, this them not being able to respond to every rumor because yeah. it's not their job. I feel like it is their job. I feel like that's totally their job. I mean, really? This, so, like internet rumors that they have to come and make an official this, statement this as isn't Warner a Brothers. Tiny, this isn't a tiny rumor. This is like a huge rumor about the movie getting split into two movies. Yeah, but whose and, fault is it that it's a huge rumor? Just because people want it to be true? It's not like there's. Right, a, but why don't they come out? If it's not true, then why don't they just come out and say really quickly, "Hey, this isn't true." Well, I guess that's what I'm opining that. That they're having Henry Cavill do. Yeah, but if they're having him do it and it is true, that's messed up. Like you're saying, I don't want Superman to look like a douche. Yeah, he's not lying. Well, I'm starting a rumor. Next week, we're going to have a two-part episode. So that's right. Fun. This is actually the second part of our two-part episode that <laughs> we haven't even had. at the end. We haven't figured it out yet. Um. So, yeah. So, I guess if it was true, I would be the happiest person in the world. It will be the greatest trick that the devil ever, you know, pulled off, proving the world he did exist. And then you have this surprise blockbuster film. Who knows? So you're saying that the devil is released? Yeah, I was devil? confused about that, too. Uh, I was making he's a Kaiser Sose reference. He's got a busy schedule. Okay. Some yeah. of us might yeah. not have seen that Coming movie. up to help out for a little bit. All right. Um, so, yeah. So I, I think it's probably BS. I think our hearts have all been played with. Yeah. It's like Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Oh, God. It's Quit exactly like Backstreet Boys. <laughs> 100%. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, moving on. So uh, that's pretty much all the movie news. Was there any other movie stuff you guys wanted to talk about? I wanted to talk about some TV stuff. Uh, no, but I did want to address something oh, while please. we're moving on to TV. Please. So a lot of you guys are commenting on the YouTube, which, by the way, we read all your comments, and we love you guys, about how you wish that we were DC news, not just DC movie news. Right. Mm -hmm. So this is a network. We talk mostly about movies, but we do try to give you guys anything major in the TV world because yes. it is DC-related. We we will be talking about it. Of course, we have a very long time till movies come out. So inevitably, we'll be talking about TV at points. And keep in mind, when the show started, we didn't exactly get a choice on what the show was. They put us together and said, this is the show. This is what we're talking about. But now we can branch off a little bit and do some more stuff. But it's not like we created the show like, it's just DC Movie News. No, it's been, it's, it's a collaborative effort. And so, again, yeah. that's where you guys come in for questions. If you're tweeting yeah. questions at us and you want to know something about TV, hopefully we'll be able to answer it here on the show. And we appreciate you defending us against trolls. 
And back to you in the studio. <laughs> Devin Gray of Dexter fame and many other credits will be playing a version of the trickster on The Flash, the mm -hmm. Axel Walker version of The Flash. Not to be confused. Axel Foley. Not to be confused with Axel Foley or Axel Rose or the James Jesse version of the trickster, the role that will be reprised by the person who played it in the 90s, Mr. Mark Hamill. <laughs> let's, let's hope he's still dressed like a bad acid trip in the Groove is in the Heart video. Also not to be confused with Cockknocker, whom Hamill also played in Jane and Silent Bob Strike Back. Can you imagine naming your kid that? Cockknocker? <laughs> what if that was your given last name? Then what do you do? You change it, tough. obviously, it's a tough life. or you know, change the. Uh, so I think it's pretty. It's become like a weekly thing where this is the, now. This announcement will be the trickster appearing in episode seventeen of the Flash. It's become almost like a every other day thing that we're getting a, the announcement of another Flash villain. They are not. They are not pulling out any of the stops. They're pulling them all out with the Flash here. I mean, and there's even like there's multiple versions. There's siblings. What do you guys think of all this Flash news? I love when we're pulling. I mean, I watch all TV shows, so I love when we pull from one show that I love yeah. to another show. I especially love when it's somebody like Mark who was back on in the di whatever it yeah. is. Um, so this is great. This is great. Now, what Learning is it, all different characters? What do you think with this younger guy playing the trickster and Mark Hamill, who's a little bit older, playing the trickster? Do you think that one of them is going to be kind of the main trickster and maybe inheriting the mantle? Well, I think the well, go ahead. You would have to assume that assume that Mark Hamill is playing the main trickster. At least well, I. Well, but here's the thing, though. Storyline wise, I think the younger. I mean, I think New Fifty Two maybe the the younger one actually steals all the gadgets from Jesse, and, and maybe and then he become the, he he becomes the new trickster. They end up battling it out. So who gets all the explosive teddy bears? I don't know. That's the question. Maybe they, uh, they're both going to be guest starring, though, so it's not like either one's going to be spending an epic uh, amount of time there. Yeah, then they'll I probably team up, but I'm just saying he might steal. I, I think I like Laquasto's theory. I think, I think you're going to see that kind of thing, almost like borrowing a little bit from the, uh, the Ant-Man story that we know is coming out, or at least the, uh, the Stephen Lang Ant-Man, the idea that the new trickster you know, uh, inherits it from the old. That's what I think, uh, but may, hopefully we'll get to see Mark Hamill in full trickster oh, attire man. again. Oh, man, hopefully. that's awesome. I'm so glad Mark Hamill's doing it. Oh yeah, he just that guy's had a long career. He and he just he is so game for anything. You get the feeling this guy is so grateful and he's so up for anything. That's I, how you have to be. You really, you really do. Anything that we're talking about casting now, I just get so nervous to get attached to anybody because you see, oh. it can just get ripped right from you. Relax, it's okay. true. It's get true. Right from um, you. Relax, Rob. Keeping in the uh, DC world of television, some news came out about the details for the new uh, Greg Berlanti produced Supergirl show that's going to be on CBS. Uh, among those details with the idea that it will most likely be somewhat of a procedural, as CBS is known for. And at least to begin with, it's not going to be crossing over with the Arrow mm. and Flash universes. They want to keep her off to her own. Um, so what do you guys think about that? Do you think that's a mistake? Well, I already said my favorite moment of the year was the crossover. So uh -huh. I love crossovers. The crossover. I, I think as long as they as they keep their options open... And they're not casting the same actor to play different roles on both in both worlds, and maybe they can have a crossover eventually. Then I'm okay with it. But the second they close that door, I'm going to be a little upset because they do yeah. have this opportunity, as opposed to with Gotham where they don't because different networks run by different people. Here, right. Here's the thing: the lady from CBS who was interviewed brought up shows like The Good Wife and Lois and Clark. Mm -hmm. I really hope this show is nothing like either one of those because that would that would really go towards the campy side of things. Yeah, I'm not saying it has to be intense like Gotham because I love me some Gotham. I'm just saying Lois and Clark was really kind of just like you almost feel like you should have a the the whoopee cushion after every scene was over. Yeah, but so yes, and know, I enjoyed I it too. But that. it was for a different time, absolutely. Yeah, they say Supergirl is going to be you know relatable, um, have a lot of human like qualities. And, and go through a struggle, become an independent woman. Well, then, then have it that way. Don't go like the cheesier route. Yeah, but don't you feel like uh, yes, Arrow is darker, but the Flash is a little campy sometimes, and well, I think CW people love it because of that. So yeah. I, I think if there's a happy balance. As if it finds itself somewhere between the Flash and Arrow, that would I, I be think, a good space for I'm it to live. Mentioning Good Wife and Lois and Clark's a little. I agree, odd. and it's it's going to be interesting yeah. to see because this is CBS. This is America's most not watched network. CW is is like one of the least watched networks, so you can get away with a lot more. So there's going to be a lot more eyeballs on this Supergirl, which does make me nervous because they're going to have to try to appeal to a much broader audience. Oh yeah, CBS is. Just dominate. I don't watch any shows on CBS. No, so I don't. I. But it's the most watched network, and I don't watch any shows on Thanks, CBS. Thanks, Big Brother. 
whatever um, else is on there. I got to say, I'm while I remain cautiously optimistic, I think, um, one, before anybody asks, no, I think this is definitely a sign we're not going to see Supergirl in the DCCU for some time. Um, and I'm nervous. I'm nervous about it. Uh, but cautiously optimistic, and I hope that they do keep the door open so that they could possibly cross over. But again, once you throw a Kryptonian into the mix, it really throws the balance of power off. It's really hard to balance anything with a Kryptonian. Throne Talk says, too many universes is good. Hashtag crisis. Crisis? Yeah. I'm in a crisis. Uh, speaking of the Flash and Arrow universe, <laughs> um, let's, talk about, let's talk about the man who once was, I mean, DC seems to do this a lot, right? They take people, take people who have played other DC characters and they have them play other uh, roles in other parts of the universe, such as like Annette O'Toole. Um, was it Annette O'Toole who played Lana Lang in Superman 3 and then she played uh, Clark's mom, John Wesley Shipp, who was the Flash, now he's the Flash's dad. Oh, no, no. Oh, yes, of course. Bane, Tom Hardy, who's like, I've already been one DC character, <laughs> and now I will not be, be another. I cannot be two characters. <laughs> I cannot be two characters. Right, so Bane Cat will be playing Rick Flag. I got nothing. Um, Brandon Routh, who once upon a time was Superman in Brian Singer's movie, more on that later, um, has been featured as Ray Palmer. Sure. We knew that this was leading to an Adam appearance. Right. They've kind of... Um, Teased us a little bit. Uh, Ralph has gone on on the record saying that this is going to be slightly a different uh, incarnation of Adam. But then recently, uh, producers have announced that it is, in fact, their intention to spin this off uh, into another Adam show. Does that surprise you, Johnny LaQuasto? Well, as far as using him in a different role? Uh, just as far as using the Adam for its own show as yeah, another series. Oh, I think it depends on which way they go with it, but I love the idea of the fact that, you know, he's a physicist who can shrink himself to a microscopic level to, you know, help save the world. I think that's unlike uh, anything we've seen so far. And as far as using him for another role, I get it. Like, these are high-budget projects. You, I, As much as I love seeing new people get mm-hmm. opportunities... They're, you know, they're not going to be big risk takers. So they're like, all right, we use them in the past. It worked. Let's just make sure that, you know, because you got to keep so many people happy when you're making a show. Yeah. If they know someone, and that's part of the problem with Hollywood, it's so hard to, like, be successful because no one wants to give anyone a shot. So, of course, they're going to keep it safe and, and stick with him. And he's handsome. So what the hell? I think that it just shows how far TV has come that we are taking somebody who was Superman in a feature and he's agreed to he was agreeing to be on a show and now he's thinking about having his own spin-off. So I, I don't know. I would I like to see it, yes. It's a little complicated because if you're watching Arrow, uh-huh. then you're seeing what's going on with him and Felicity. Right. And that's complicated enough, especially if you're hashtag shipping well, you know, Olicity. You know what they say? It's complicated. It, it it is complicated. Is that what they say? I'm pretty sure that's what we say. That's mm-hmm. what people say. Um, so, yeah, what I like to say, he's doing a great job at the role. He's would, doing a great job. I would be shocked if when he first took this role, producers weren't saying, like, well, I don't know. Yeah. Just do your thing. There'll be an Adam show. Right. That's what I was thinking, we'll too. Because an Adam series. Weren't Just, you surprised he took it in general at first? Like because I think that this has always been in the, Look, pl- in the right. works. People, Absolutely. People like to work. I mean, we're we're there's oh, yeah. no gray area anymore. The, the days of like just being a movie star is over. You look at um, major stars taking guest star roles on on one episode of a sitcom. Or Previously mentioned, Tom Hardy is on like several shows. He's like in yeah. Peaky Blinders. I just heard he's doing another TV show. Like and he's the TV's biggest amazing. Star. People yeah. just want to work. I mean, you can get major stars for low budget projects. I think it's you know? cool too. And and from what we've seen of what this costume is probably going to look like, just from like the computer, the virtual reality versions of it, um, I I'm excited. I really hope it's cool. And the timing will be right with Ant Man too, because Ant Man's coming out in July, and then like right around that time, I bet by fall we've got an Adam series. So it's like, oh, to scratch that miniaturization itch might we've got little, the atom might be a little early but you never you know. you think so yeah i don't know tv seems to work quicker though True. yeah you know, really if they get quick. working on it i'm talking fall so i'm saying like maybe nine months from now i bet they could have a pilot so the length, i agree the length of a pregnancy we'll see what happens yes oh they're birthing a pilot yes see. the gestation period of an uh, of an I atom i felt something kicking you know i was going with that oh god um, that was weird. I don't know. I'll take that one back. So we already no, talked no, a little bit about the... Uh, Can't do it. <laughs> I already <laughs> talked about the, the Throne of Atlantis premiere. Um, but... Yes, you did. We want to mention it was also just announced what the next direct-to-video film is going to be. And that's going to be Batman versus Robin. Yeah. That's okay. odd. Written by... The script is going to be written by J.M. DeMattis, who's one of my 
favorite uh, comic book authors, like did some great Spider-Man runs. Um, and uh, this is going to basically be uh, an animated version of the first Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo run of the New 52. We're talking about the Court of Owls here, which people every week are saying like, oh, wouldn't it be cool to see the talent of the Court of Owls of the DCCU? Oh, what one's say, that? Yeah. What voice is that one? It's oh, a I new forgot. One. He's in the chat room. He's Ooh. in the chat room. He left a voice text. That was his mm, room. Um, I'm super excited about this. So Jason Omar is going to be back voicing Batman. He's been doing it. I know we all want to see Kevin Conroy do everything all yeah. the time but I think that that Warner Brothers uh, direct video is trying to establish a new continuity but you will get Con- Kevin, Conroy, Kevin Conroy playing Thomas Wayne uh, is that enough flashback. for you it's a nice little nod. Mm. No, okay. Jason Omar does a good job. He's been doing a really good job. He was in uh, in uh, Batman and Robin, Assault on. Uh, was it Assault on Arkham? No, it was Kevin Conroy in Assault on Arkham. I think. Well, you you're you f- too distracted by some I'm other things. You, you failed to mention another name that's going to be in Batman versus Robin. Why don't you tell oh, us, oh, oh, oh. Johnny LaCroix? That is none other than one of my heroes. Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, that's right. Weird Al Yankovic playing the doll maker. Yes. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. So, LaQuasto. What? What do you think about this news? Why not? Are you kidding me? I mean, Weird Al is... Uh, my favorite movie of all time happens to be UHF. I, I didn't wear this shirt on purpose. I, was I think you might have. I think you might have. Bust so, it out. Show the people. Show the people. Classic 1989 Weird yes. Al. It opened up against Indiana Jones and got demolished in theaters, but it's fantastic. <sighs> Anyways. We've talked about UHF on the show, I want to say, before. Probably. Because every time it comes up, I always think of the one scene when he splits the Twinkie open, puts a hot dog on there, and throws Wiener easy sandwich. cheese down. Weird Al came yeah. into studio the other day. Good guy. Amazing. Did really? He? Yeah. Really did. Was he here? Next yeah. time you better. Did he sit right here? Uh, Is this where... Am I smelling uh, Are you going to kiss the... Oh, oh okay. Was this possibly Weird Al's butt space? I pissed in that little box. Is this... I just... <laughs> wow. I didn't expect it to go that... Wow. No, I'm Yay. a big fan. That's all. Anyways, um, him as Dollmaker, <laughs> I think it's... If, if, if he's going to play any character, I think it's perfect. The funny thing is, like... Would we have like a, a doll doll maker versus trickster kind of thing? They both create toys that blow up in front of people. That'd be kind of cool. Could be. Not I don't. I don't happen, think the trickster was part of the. Uh, I know that. Owls, but hey, it's not going to happen. But him as doll maker, you know, when you just yes, uh, why not? I it's, love, you're allowed to dream. You're allowed to dream. Yeah. Roxy, are you familiar <laughs> with the story at all, the Court of Owls? No. Well, basically, you were about I'll it. say just a basic gist of it really quick is that it explores Gotham as a character in in, in, in parts of, of, of the mythos of Gotham that Bruce Wayne did not know about. And there's this whole cult called the Court of Owls, and their champion is this... Uh, this figure known as the Talon, and the Talon has been, has been many people or many entities throughout time, but there's always been a the Talon, and he's a great badass um, to go one on one with Batman, and it's a great story, and uh, I am super excited. So check out Throne of Atlantis. I love learning, and then Thank uh, you. this is really exciting to look forward to. Oh, also I want to mention Jay Oliva is going to be directing it, who's directed a lot of the DC direct films, but it also came out that he was doing a lot of the storyboarding for Dawn of Justice. So I love, yeah. I love that synchronicity. I love the fact that that lets me know that the people making the movies are aware of how good Warner Brothers animated films are. And Batman and versus Robin. That's just I, I don't know. Weird title. Which way that's gonna? It's weird because it's the Damian uh, Wayne version. So it's like Batman's son, and he's a cantankerous little butt plug. Right. I feel like you have to always know which way butt that's plug? gonna go. Which one? I, I would imagine all butt plugs are rather cantankerous. Cantankerous, yeah. Cantankerous. Well. You know, it really depends. It's a, it's a word I don't I, use. I think this often. has gone somewhere where I'd like to get out of pretty quick. I didn't mean to refer to uh, Bruce like Wayne's son plug. as a butt plug. Trying to get you out know, of Much it. like a few weeks ago, I did not mean to infer that Batman and Superman were a hot item. Um, <laughs> but, you know, sometimes... You did not infer... No, that was not a blood. You, 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 you said it specifically. Sh- they sure are a hot ticket. Uh, oh, yeah. Also, continuing with the animated news, this is interesting. So, there's, so CW has this thing called CW Seed. Yep. Which is like a digital space. Which is great. So there's going to be a Vixen animated show. Yeah. Um, which exists within the same universe as Flash and Arrow. So this is going to be a digital only. Maybe it's a launching pad for a potential Vixen show. Vixen, she kind of makes animals do things. Kind of like a sexier version of Beast Boy, almost. Oh, she's... She doesn't become them, but... Well, she's from Africa. And she basically... I don't want to say like a Dr. Doolittle. But yeah, she controls animals. And that's how she... Get stuff done. And she gets she, it done. And she looked good. And you know, so I think animated, it'd be great to have With her, her tantoo totem? I'm yeah. all about CW Seed. 
Uh, they do. What is it? So it's uh, it started, you know, as like Netflix and Hulu and all those things were doing creating their own content. And right. uh, CWC was doing the same thing, and they found some really great show. And I remember I used to watch somewhere randomly this show called Husbands, and then CWC picked it up. It's basically like a launching. If there's enough viewers, they will put it on air, um, kind of thing. But they have some okay. really really cool content, and they are allowed to have shorter shows. So some of the shows are only seven minutes, some of them are twenty minutes. So so you think that there's a good chance these won't be like full twenty three minute episodes? Uh, it depends on how much money they're willing to put into it and how well they're doing. I think that they'll grow. I think they'll probably start a little shorter, though. What do you guys think of this? I want to know what you think of the seed. And do you think that this is a way to test the popularity of the character before possibly oh, yeah. launching it into a live-action show? Yeah. Totally, absolutely. they got to start vetting these characters somehow because, right. as people are saying, they're spreading their TV let world me, a little thin. Let me ask you this. If I had to guess, I would guess that Stephen Emil and Grant Gustin will be supplying voices. Because I know Stephen Emil did the voice for the Lego movie, like Lego yeah. Batman. This dude is talking about people that are game. Yeah, he's a great proponent oh, for the CW, and and he, uh, I love that he stands up for people. He's, he's great. Just, yeah. He's a great public face, dude. He re- recognizes the fans. I I would imagine they're going to get those guys to do the voices. He's a he is game. He actually I interviewed him on Access Live about a year and a half ago now. Oh, cool. And uh, actually, really cool dude. Like he's he's got the look like he'd be obnoxious, but he's actually he was cool. It was. Well, a Good interview. He's got the look that he's like, damn you, you're so good looking. Yeah, Please at least be a jerk. Yeah. Give me I, something. I, I think I mentioned, I think I, I, think I thanked uh. him for making me feel ugly. So, uh, <laughs> wow. Well, um, ladies and gentlemen, what's about to happen now on the show is oh. somewhat of a surprise to my uh, co-host right here. This is something new. Kind of freaking uh, out. King, we don't know what's happening. If King Famous is in the room, would King Famous please come up to the uh, booth? So uh, this is a little something we've been working on. Um, my friend King Famous and I, who is a musician in the uh, Los Angeles, Hollywood area. Uh, and basically, uh, we just wanted to do something different for you for the show. As you know, we've, we've got a, a long time before any of these um, major films are coming till 2016. So we need to come up with some other things to do. How are you doing down there? He's not that short. It's I'm just not, a chair. I, I, I could pump myself You could up. pump that up a little bit. So, um, you know, we thought we would come up with a little something uh, for you, the fans. Wait, um, are you guys about to do a ditty? Oh, yeah, we're going to do a ditty. Okay. If that was not clear. So we have a little ditty um, that we've worked out. Do you need us to, like, uh, back up, sing or dance or something? I'm a pretty you know good what, snapper. Roxy, I, I got sec- that. We Snap. need a second chair for Mr. Famous, please. A wee yeah, if, uh, a wee everybody at home, as you get it, we're just uh, getting it set up. As, as you catch on, I'm sure this is going to be uh, setting iTunes on fire. Uh, it's probably going to be a hit single very soon. Um, or a reason we get a lot of thumbs down. We'll see what happens. Yes. Oh, this is exciting. I get, we're actually performing this live. Oh, boy. <clears throat> so, uh, you know, basically... A lot of you have looked to the past of DC Warner Brothers films and have sort of like made fun of some of the negative things that have gone on, and fairly so, fairly so. Okay. But we want to be positive. We want to look forward to a a bright future, many wonderful Warner Brothers DC films. So what we'd like to do is bid a farewell to the past, because as has been said before, those who forget the past are doomed to repeat it. Nope, don't do that clapping. That's going to mess me up. As Adam Sandler once said, it definitely messed me up. We did not rehearse with clapping. Superman the movie, starring Christopher Reeve. Man could fly, you made us believe. In Superman 2, our hopes got higher and higher. In Superman 3, we got Richard Pryor. Superman 4, the quest for peace. By the time the credits rolled, that franchise was deceased. <laughs> Supergirl bombed so bad, the Salkin sold the rights. It was almost the end of the blue and red tights. And Peter O'Toole nearly killed his career. Spent the next ten years... Drowning in beer. But was it good enough? Not quite. <laughs> was it good enough? Helen Slater looked kind of tight. Oh. I hope it's good enough. Most of the critics would say no. Oh, it's gonna be good enough. It's time to give it another go. The Swamp Thing costume looked like a green plastic bag. Yeah, but it still gets love from some of us hardcore fans. We had some great Batman movies with Michael Keaton. 
But then came Schumacher and all the fans were beaten. Carrie's Riddler was silly. Tommy Lee's Two-Face was loud. The infamous Bat Nipples. George Clooney was not proud. But was Man of Steel good enough to get the DCCU? Up to snuff and could the dawn of justice Could be the way to forget the past and start a bright new day Superman returns, star Brandon Routh We met the super baby, it went super south Singer promised a foe, worthy of Superman's might Instead we got an island made of kryptonite Perhaps the greatest offense to all us DC fans Was the abomination known as Catwoman Holly Berry played a woman with the powers of a cat, but it was not Selena Kyle. Yeah, what the, the hell, hell is was that? that? But what's the man? You know what, Keith Davis? As bad as that was, it almost was a lot worse because we almost got a Superman movie called Superman Lips, and it was going to be directed by Tim Burton and written by Kevin Smith. And I know that sounds kind of cool on paper, but you know that it could have gone weird. And it was going to be starring Nicolas Cage, and I also could be kind of weird. But they were going to make sure that he didn't wear the classic Superman costume, and he couldn't fly. And the producer insisted that no matter what. Else, he had to fight a giant spider, and the giant spider actually came about in the stupid Jonah Hex movie. Jonah Hex left me perplexed. From what I hear, it was quite a mess. Wait, you didn't even see it? No. Did you? Definitely not. In brightest day, in darkest night, please let that crappy Green Lantern movie just escape my sight. But was Man of Steel? Good enough to get the DCCU up to snuff And could the dawn of justice could be the way To forget the past and start a bright new day And it's coming up I mean, we're gonna get a Suicide Squad movie We're getting multiple Justice League movies We're getting a Wonder Woman movie We're getting a Green Lantern movie A Shazam movie Flash movie? To a throwing them on the stage right now. That was phenomenal. Thank you so much. To do that live. Yeah. And nail it to perfection. Even well, going off beat and, and talking and ranting and then jumping right back in. <laughs> By God. People want it available on iTunes. That's what they're saying. Well, we'll work on that. Uh, King Famous is a good friend of mine. We've known each other for a long time. Go to kingfamous.com. Follow him on Twitter, at kingfamous. Uh, and hopefully, if you guys like that, we'll do some more of those. Well, as actually, goes on, next know? week, Roxy and I are writing a gangster rap song. Oh, excellent! <laughs> so that's good. the all new, all musical DC movie news. We said yeah. we were keeping. That do you got to get back to Hollywood? Or I do. It's time for me to return to the streets of Hollywood. Oh well, okay. Streets, streets, you guys streets is watching. <laughs> Sorry, you can't hang out. Thanks so much for coming by. We really appreciate it. That was phenomenal. Uh, thank that was you, really guys. Good. Talk about covering everything. Well, we really did try to cover the past. Yeah, people are saying that you you nailed everything. You're I mean, getting a lot of love in here. I'm thinking this is a new career you for you. Missed well, Alicia Silverstone reference. But oh, you're so right. There's, I mean, we, you know, we could just go do uh, tangents just about Schumacher I'm movies. Kidding. Totally kidding. Um, but let's. Uh, do we still have time? I don't even know how long have we been. We're going at 38 for minutes. Great. So how do you know that? Because I looked on. the I'm screen so glad right you here. did because the time is all messed look at, up. Look at the YouTube's. I would like to um, perhaps uh, take some Twitter questions, YouTube questions, yeah, questions, I mean, whatever we got. We actually ran down all the news. I didn't think we would. But we, we got uh, through it. We kind of. I-, I was nervous the whole time. <laughs> I was thinking about the song. That's why you probably you might have noticed I was more quiet than sometimes. All right, no, so here's the thing. We number never... one, right now, if you are watching live, make sure you chat in your questions. Number mm-hmm. two, a lot of questions this week were more like rants with question marks. Okay. So, we're gonna we're gonna get to some of those, but we'll start with this is from Jay Cool O. Yeah. Wants to know isn't the current rumor that a Green Lantern will show up at the end of Justice League Part One to warn of Darkseid coming to Earth? 
Have you guys heard that? I mean, isn't that what I said on the show last week? I don't know if I had heard that before or if or I just want that, that to be true. So, so did you start the rumor? That could be one of those things where, like, I don't know if I actually heard it someplace else. Uh, maybe I did, and I want it to be true so much. I mean, th- I think it sounds great. What do you w- think? It would be a hell of a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. I want a cliffhanger. You need a you cliffhanger. Did, yeah, you need a big cliffhanger. Yeah. But I don't want a cliffhanger enough that it's not a standalone movie. Yeah. You know, which a lot of people are doing these days. Well, I think I think there's going to be a big villain. There's going to be a big va- battle. And I think it will definitely lead into what is going to be part two. I mean, um, I also think that uh, it would be too early to introduce the Green Lantern um, in the beginning. and Certainly not in Dawn of Justice. And Justice League Part 1, I say leave it mostly to Justice League Part 2 because we're going to be getting that new Green Lantern movie. And I know it's not possible, but... When you watch Throne of Atlantis, you're going to be begging that they could just make Nathan Fillion Green Lantern tomorrow. Okay. He's got this scene with Batman and Gotham where it's so funny. Tomorrow could be a little quick. Is it available to the public? It's actually available for digital download today, now, uh, as of uh, Tuesday, I believe. Uh, But it comes out on Blu-ray on the 27th. I know what I'm doing tonight. Uh, But, I mean, there's this one scene where he's just... His timing is great. It's really... I I found a little bit about the process, too, where they record all the voices, and then they send off to animation. So the performers are more free. There's an amazing art to voiceover. It's It's great. You're a voiceover artist yourself, are you not? Yeah. I mean, I've not not done an animated movie, but I've got a couple commercial campaigns. And and the games, the video games. Oh, yeah, a couple video games. Uh, It's really fun. All right, cool. Moving on to Bart... Jacasa wants to know when do you think Martian Manhunter will appear? So I I guess that when could also be a if. Yeah. Do you think? So what movie if we're going to see him at all are we going to see him in? He's just a very difficult character to explain in a brief setting if he's not going to have his own movie. What do you guys think? I don't think we're going to see him. I mean, they're making it seem like we're not going to see Martian Manhunter, which would again mean that his uh, inclusion would be a surprise. Um, You know, I've heard some creators, I think it was like David Goyer who spoke out being anti-Martian Manhunter, but I don't even think he's involved in making the films anymore. Um, Would you want to see his character? Sure. I mean, done well. I I, I, I mean, there's such a deep roster of Justice League characters over the years. There's a hundred you could choose. not top ten for you that you'd want to see. No, I'd rather see uh, 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 Hawkman. I'd rather see uh, Thangarians. I want to see the Hawkverse. Okay. All right, moving on. So the BizGamer9 wants to know, do you guys think that if there's a Batman movie in 2019, it should introduce Bruce Wayne's son, Damian Wayne? Great question. Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, I don't think so. I think it's just a layer of complicatedness that uh, I think it's too in-universe. So you don't think that they should ever introduce his son in a movie? But don't you think Batman's story is going to be all kind of, at that point... Time, don't you think it'd be time to introduce a new wrinkle? Yeah, perhaps. I, I'm just—I guess I'm not really a big fan of the uh, son of Batman being the cantankerous Robin character. Mm. I don't love it so much. So I personally don't want to see it in the movies. I do want to see Robin. I've—I've I've gone on record saying I want to see a Carrie Kelly. I know that's not very popular, mm. um, but um, I just think it, Robin's Dick Grayson. I mean, Robin should be Dick Grayson, if anything. Robin's Burt Ward, let's be honest. That's right. He's really Burt Ward. As far (laughs) as going back to introducing his son in the movies, I think that I, if 2019 is going to depend on what we get from him before that. Because then you'd have to be introducing Talia al Ghul again, and we just kind of dealt with her in the last movie. But I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that at all. Coming back so quick, you don't think that's retreading territory pretty recently? I think because something covered, like, that'd be like saying we shouldn't see the Joker again, you no, know? No, not like that at all. A little bit. It's a little bit of a more minor character than yeah. that. Yeah, more minor, but it's like, just because somebody just portrayed somebody doesn't mean that we shouldn't see them again. Obviously, there's a lot of other issues surrounding seeing the Joker again. But I'm just saying, I, I don't think we should be afraid to reuse characters if they're great characters. So you would like to see her? Is that what you're saying? Well... You would like to see Talia? I'm just saying I don't Raja know Ghul. what's... I'm just saying I don't know what... I love Raja Ghul, but I'm just saying I don't know what's going to happen by 2019. It's, it's going yeah, to depend none what None happens. of us have any clue what's going right, to happen. Right. It's just 20. so far off that mm-hmm. would I want to see the sun introduced then? It will depend if it was necessary by then. I'm going to say no. And you're going to say... I'm going to agree. Okay. This is one of those rants. From Jim Mills. Oh, that's a long one. Are you yep, going to read the no, whole no. thing? No, uh, no, no. We'll stop at the question mark. Whoa. 
And to the Wonder Woman haters, think about this. Ooh. If she really does have her solo film starting in 1920s, mm-hmm. and she's been trained to be badass since the birth for around 100 years. She's been trained warrior, trained by who you say? The god of war. Okay, basically this whole rant is about whether we think that her body and everything is up to par, which we said mm-hmm. maybe it was, but with everybody saying that the Instagram picture definitely wasn't real. Sure. I went and stalked her a little bit, mm-hmm. and I still think it's up to par. I still think she's up to par. Do you think the Instagram picture was real? No, I don't think so. Okay. No questions. So what's the rant about, per se? Like, what are we talking about? They're just talking about the Wonder Woman haters and it, that people hating on it being set in the 1920s and people hating on her, and there just being so much hate around the oh, movie I, in general. I love that. I love it being and, set in the 20s. Me too. And, oh, about her new, and about her new 52 character, yeah. and about whether there will be romance and all of that. There's just been a lot of... Hate around the movie. Oh, I could also say, also in Throne of Atlantis, the Clark Wonder Woman Lois relationship is dealt with, given a couple of really cool scenes. Okay, Wonder Woman mm-hmm. as a whole is portrayed great. Rosario Dawson does a great job. She's she's awesome. Yeah, um, I, I love it. if it is set in the twenties. Oh, and I Cyborg have... too. Cyborg in Throne of Atlantis. Okay, he's got like a RoboCop kind of vibe to it. They, re- I mean, like you just see where they can go. It's, it's there is strong story there, and I agree with you. I, I, I hope that they do the whole trilogy in different past periods. Dude, that'd be real because the twenties was such a fascinating time in history. Really I mean, you, you had you had prohibition. You had the mafia literally in control of everything. It was just such a incredible time period to where you could put a character and a story into that. And at a time when like women are at their most inferior in society. Very true. As a that's going to be a great juxtaposition to have like this warrior princess. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be great. She ain't going to dress like a flapper. We know that much. I'm just sick of hearing all the hate. And I love to hear you guys say the word great. Hate, great. Great. Cover it. Okay, what else? Coming from SamWise10 wants to know, with DC spending so much money on marketing, $2 billion a year to be exact, do you think WB will release a Super Bowl trailer? I don't think we're going to see a Batman v Superman trailer during the Super Bowl. No. Because? No, not during the Super Bowl. I still think, uh, I still like the Jupiter Ascending odds. Yeah. Those commercials look so weird. Yeah, I just although can't. they could. I mean, it would be awesome if it happened during the Super Bowl. There are a lot of eyeballs on the Super Bowl. Well, I guess the biggest argument against it is people saying like, "Oh, but there's still so much time." You know, they could do it for the Super Bowl. Uh, well, I guess really the Super Bowl next year it'll be like a month before. We'll we'll have seen a lot of trailers. Yeah, yeah. By next then. next year's Super Bowl. That's all we're gonna see. You know what? I, I mean, look, uh, I don't think it's gonna happen, but man. That would make the Super Bowl. That would be the one that everybody was talking about. And that it could be, would make the Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah, definitely. What do you think? Katy Perry's making the Super yeah, Bowl? Depending oh, on what, Teenage it, Dream is the best song of the decade. It definitely saying. ain't the football. If, <laughs> if last year's Super Bowl is any indication. If the indication. Patriots are in the Super Bowl, then that's what makes uh, the Super Bowl. Yeah, if not, well, then the trailer will make it for me. It all depends. Boston mm. strong. Mm-hmm. Okay. I even I, I am always flipping between the Cat Bowl and the commercials. I didn't even, I mean, very, very rarely the, noticed the actual football. Bowl. Never seen the Cat Bowl. Oh, guys, yeah. come on. you got to be a sports fan. All right, we're moving on. King Sport, Cal. Mm-hmm. So, wow, coincidence. Sport. Question Who is the panel's second favorite DC superhero? Interesting question. Number two. Second your num- favorite? Your number two. Oh, I, do we not even say? Have we even said our number ones? I guess we don't say that. We well, just go. I think we've kind of already talked about it. You got to yeah. go number two, though. Oh, Who, who's man. your number two? All right, Adam, we got to start with you. Well, we, we know you're number one. It's very apparent. Uh, Batman is my number one. Yeah, we know that one. Uh, and I guess I gotta go Superman number two. Yeah. I mean, look, I got If you look at my comic book collection, that you're gonna see a lot of Batman, a lot of Superman, a lot less of everything else. Um, I was thinking we were gonna get a Nightwing from you. You do rock no, that shirt. You I rock do, the shirt a lot. I, I love the shirt. I like <laughs> the character a lot. But you know, at my most collecting, I was collecting like four to five of each of those titles a month. There was Superman, there was Man of Steel, there was Action Comics, there was Adventures of Superman, and I was getting them all, like a fiend. And I had Dark Knight, uh, uh, Legends of Dark Knight, uh, Detective Comics, Batman. uh, uh, I mean, it was just, they had all my money. I was like a fiend. I was a junkie waiting on Wednesdays for the new comics to be delivered. And your comics here yet? And your comics here yet? Please, where was my drop No, No, keep going. Send a few texts out. All right, so you know, um, there is a very intense 12-step process for people like you. 
and I can start you on that today if you need. What's your um, second favorite DC superhero? You know, I hate to say it after that rant because, oof, but I got to go Superman too. I was just home back in Boston and I forgot about all of the Superman things all over my room. I have a big life-size Superman doll in my mm. room and I have also just like everything on the wall. Life-size? Superman. Yeah, it's really big. Like I, six foot I was going to bring it back. Yeah, but, but like floppy. You know, like you could go mm. somewhere and you get a floppy bear instead of a floppy Superman. Floppy Superman? It's a floppy Superman. Yeah. What about you? You got a number two? I mean, I don't want to say Batman's too easy. I already talk about Aquaman a lot. I'm going to go a little more obscure. Okay. I'm going Jonah Hex because I love me an honorary badass son of a bitch. Great. And I love the mystery of Rorschach. So I'm going to go maybe those two. Ooh, that's great. You went Watchmen style. Yeah. I like that. Watchmen, Watchmen is a great character. I yeah. mean, I mean, uh, Rorschach is a great character. Real just, I, yeah, just shady and mysterious. That's kind of what I meant. Like Batman, you know. It's always so hard to think of your second. Like everybody has their first favorite. What, what about you guys? What do you think? Number two heroes. Give us like your strong number twos. I know Batman and Superman are super obvious. That's why you call me that I know. all day long. I know. But look. I gotta be honest. If I said anything else, I'd be like trying to pick another one. But I do love when Superman was gangbuster. That was kind of cool. Like Superman kind of went insane for a while yeah. and he became this guy gangbuster and he went out in the streets and he would be like beating people up all the time. Nice. And then he, when he realized that he was like having like a schizophrenic break, he actually kicked himself off the planet and went off world for a while and then eventually ended up fighting people on a, on a planet um, as a gladiator and he grew a beard and he lost his shirt and he just had a Superman tights on and then he had like this yellow apparatus so he could breathe and cool, he had the cool, full yeah. beard. Sounds like a rough bender. It's re- it was a rough, it's exactly what it was. I think uh, Dan Churgan 1920s Wonder Woman. What the yes. hell? Strong consideration. Alright, what about All right. one more and then let's get well, out of here. We're, we're almost, we're at 50 plus minutes now. Oh yeah, we oh. should bid a should, fond farewell. Should we cut it out? Oh, okay. What, 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 was there another? We'll see if there are questions. Was there one final question? I have a lot of final questions. They're really coming in through. Give us a good question. What well, I, I don't know if we're going to be able to have a strong answer for this, but we'll see. Danny B. Reviews wants to know, who would be the most difficult character to adapt to live action? So, Oh, I, I, think I got would, a good answer for that. Yeah, what is it? I think I've said it before. Uh, Mr. Miss Piddelick. Mr. Miss Piddelick. Mr. Miss Piddelick. Mr. Mitzelplicked. When the hell did you what, mention that what, before? You've never I, once I feel said like that. I, I think maybe I mentioned it like online to someone. You know, the little imp from the Fifth Dimension. How are we supposed to know no, that? No, you wouldn't know that. You wouldn't know that. I, I just like meant I, I, had a, life, I had an answer. One time in my life, I once mentioned I feel like it. That, I think Martian Manhunter would be very hard. I just think that it would be difficult, and that's why they're staying away. Well, I yeah, mean... That's true. He's just an alien character. He could be like any other alien character. I think the I reason mean, I picked Mr. Mitzelpidelic because he's, his tone is always very comical. He's like always, it's always like, it's not a, usually a serious issue when he's involved and he just messes with Superman and Superman has, him, has to trick him into saying his name backwards. So why is it's that so hard to adapt? Because I just think tonally it would be difficult in the, uh, in the universe that they're establishing. So you think it'd be hard to cast for it? No, it'd be easy to cast for it. Yeah. I just think it would be hard to express it and have it make sense in the current world. Oh, Look. because of the no joking thing. No, no, just because I think that particular character is very silly. Look, if they can make multiple sequels to Big Mama's House, anything's possible. Sure. And on that note... Get out of here. (laughs) All right, thank you very much for watching. It's been a fun episode. I hope you uh, enjoyed and appreciated our musical indulgence. We'll be back next week with a new episode of DC Movie News. I am Adam Gertler. Follow me at Adam Gertler on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at Roxy Stryer, and make sure to find our guest tonight at King Famous. That's right. Johnny LaQuasto at jquasto, jlocomedy.com. And, of course, you can find us everywhere at Popcorn Talk. You can find us at DC Movies SK on Twitter. Like the page. Uh, you can go to our Facebook and like us, DC Movie News. We're reading everything you're saying. Keep on um, sending in your questions. We love you guys. Thank you so much for being the best fans alive. Farewell. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.